Gab and Girl Time contains explicit sexually mature themes and is intended for a mature audience. The opinions expressed here do not necessarily reflect the views of any platforms, sponsors, or social media. We say what we want, and we don't care. Gabin, girl time, Gabin. Hello. Hello. It is Sunday, September 26, 2021, and yeah, welcome to Gab and Girl Time Rant Edition because Gail and I have had the shittiest weeks, past uh, week, really. The, this Mine last is week though. Your, has been shitty. surreal. Yes. Yours has not been bad. Yours is good. We, Mine has been very humbling. You need to go first. I do. <laughs> yes. I think you definitely should go first in this shindig. This so we're life. recording today because we want to be and remain consistent, consistent in our content. We must, you know, people's actions you know speak so loud that you can't hear what they're saying and we say a lot of stuff so if i'm going to constantly say being consistent be consistent then we have to follow through with being consistent and immediacy is definitely my new mantra for the rest of the year and maybe who knows what so we're gonna cycles i'm gonna get really personal for an hour so if you don't want to hear that you might as well just turn it off now but I find this interesting. I'm excited because this was my vision for what Gab and Girl Time was supposed to be about. But we wanted to be 2020 reporters, you know? I take our position on the view. All right, so my husband's been sick for the past month. He's not vaccinated. So we automatically, all in the house, think COVID, okay? And he's got the cough. And the, um, not really the aches or anything, but it was really just more of the cough and the phlegm and stuff like that. So it was like a month ago. Last Sunday, wait, ooh, I got to back up here. So the Tuesday before last Sunday, last, last Tuesday, he comes home from work and he's sick. And I'm like, oh man, he can't, he can't even get out of bed. All right, all right. It's COVID. Uh, yeah. So yeah. we go. Is that what you thought immediately? Oh, immediately. Well, that's yeah. all that's been going uh, on. Yeah. yeah like <laughs> 80% of the hospital's COVID. Wednesday, we go get a COVID test. It's negative. All right. So what could it possibly be? We're thinking maybe just, you know, maybe just a cold. So we're doing all the things. We're getting the NyQuil and uh, the ibuprofen and, you know, all that good stuff. I'm pumping him up with vitamin C and zinc and everything. Still doesn't feel good. Thursday, we go to the doctor. Doctor sees him all of five minutes and says, you have a sinus infection. Now, the man's neck is puffed out. Mm-hmm. 
All right. His lymph nodes are just, it looks like something on Hellraiser right now. But the guy says, oh, yeah, that's that's conclusive to a sinus infection. And we're like, okay. But he has no pain in his sinus, which anytime I've ever had a sinus infection, which is few and far between, that's where the pain was. Right. Was but you do have brain. a whole set of sinuses at the base of your neck. So, like at the base of your head. So, I mean, that could have been just an isolated, weird, maybe you thought something was inflamed down there. I'm just saying it's about it's his a medical neck thing as well and his yeah. neck hurting and i thought oh shit he's got meningitis <laughs> and i'm just thinking all sorts of shit yeah i can't even imagine yeah well i do i know because <laughs> i was talking to you but i'm trying to be like yeah. so go the doctor he's a sinus infection gives him an antibiotic a very the very like low grade antibiotic the one that they start children out at mm. and give that to him Sunday rolls around. He's like resting. He says he feels better and stuff like that from the antibiotics. And then Sunday night, it just hits him like a ton of bricks. And he just walks upstairs and goes to bed early. And I'm thinking, what the fuck? So I go up there and I'm like, do we need to go to the hospital? And this is where our dynamic comes in because him as my dominant i trust him to know himself well enough for him to say okay i need help i need to go to the hospital over this because this particular man is very very stoic and does not want to appear weak quote in my eyes which he could never be that anyway but that's what his brain is thinking right now yes like he doesn't want anybody to see him right now because he thinks that it's showing weakness when it is he's probably really dying and i need to get him to the hospital right i literally (laughs) i was so worried that rj wouldn't go to the hospital because he had covid yeah i would be just check and see if your lips are blue look at your toes (laughs) tell me are they blue because he's by himself can you can you smell can you taste things yes so i can't imagine you he's in the house and you're like anytime (laughs) you know i can drive a car he looks awful he doesn't have a fever but you can just tell that the man it looks bad Mm. and of course his neck is still coming out finally i say you're not going to tell me if you need to go to the hospital he goes no i'm not he goes you are going to have to do that so I said, okay, we're going then. Get your get your shoes on, we're going. The hospital is only four miles away from us, but it's not like the best hospital. Like I'm thinking I really should have went to UT maybe, but you know. It's sad because I remember when that was a really good hospital. Yeah. Like the hospital to go to. Yeah, I remember that too. Mm-hmm. And it's close to the house mm-hmm. and I can just be, you know, I can come home if I need to, but uh, you, I don't know if y'all have spent any time in the hospital lately, Mm -hmm. but I've gotten a real big eye opener. It's not really stuff that I didn't know much before, but I got a really big eye opener about how much people really don't fucking know. Oh yeah. As far as doctors and what's going on and what's going on. Yeah. They have absolutely no clue. Mm-hmm. So we get to the we get to the hospital. 
the doctors there, they've never, they hadn't seen anything like it because he's got chest pains. Oh, I didn't even mention this part. The point where I said we're going to the hospital was he was coughing up blood. Oh, yes. <laughs> that was one of the most important parts. Yes. And I'm like, this seems more... It felt yeah. more dramatic now, when we were going through this. I say we I via text message in real time. It wasn't a lot, but it was the start of something. And I said, okay, that's when we're going. So he's got chest pains. He's coughing up blood. Um, he doesn't have a fever, but he's really, he's his lymph nodes are still out to here. It's just weird. Um, they do an EKG. They do a CAT scan. They cannot find anything anything they're pumping him with antibiotics uh with fluids um they're giving him pain pills they're giving him morphine for the pain yeah that was after they realized he was not a drug seeking right. drug addict yes there Which, were some moments there that <laughs> i saw a couple of those i in thought there too. shirley mclean i thought i was gonna get a shirley mclean tiktok from terms of endearment <laughs> Almost, I have to say, during this whole thing, I've been really proud of myself that I have not went off completely on people. Like, I have taken a step back and put myself in their shoes and think, okay, if I was in this situation, how would I talk, you know, (laughs) how would I want to be talked to? Yes. To get some answers. So, Jennifer was really, really nice really nice so much easier really so nice and you can still i was licking assholes let me tell you well you can get a little mean you gotta you gotta pepper it with a little spice you know there's a whole story there too so but you've got to be specific and firm so sunday night they have no idea what's going on one of the nurses says and I'm listening. We're out in a hallway. He doesn't even have a room because the hospital, while it's smaller, it's overrun with COVID. Yeah, I think he was telling me that the first three floors of where patients are are all COVID. And then the floor where he was at was everybody else <laughs> that had something wrong with them. Yes. And I kind of forgot where I was going with that so we're out in this hallway i'm listening to the doctors over here you know eavesdropping yes plus i had them stacked right your daddy was stacked out you just said that i'm just catching like you know they had beds out in the hall yeah out in the hallway they even said like you're in hallway number six yes you know that's how filled up they are that's wild for that (laughs) hospital no, I got that. I I jumped ahead of you no, in the story, I'm, and I'm sorry. I'm sitting here thinking to myself, I'm thinking, Jen, don't say get the vaccine. Don't say it. Don't say it. When I really want to say it. you know. Well, yeah. But, I'll later talk about my experience, and they can decide what about, they want for that's themselves. That's about choice. And that comes into the picture as well. Correct. Yeah. Because it wasn't all just COVID patients yeah. in there, in the hall. So the nurse comes <laughs> up, and he said that he wrote a paper about radon poisoning and he said that to him this is what this kind of looked like so as soon as i heard that i'm googling that shit up yes we I'm both like, did. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Now, I'm via text real time. She's yeah. in the hospital, bored, trying to find out what's so, up. But <laughs> for people that don't know, my husband is a plumber. Yes. So he is literally in a lot of shit. And yeah, he, under houses, crawl Everything spaces. that they have said is completely yeah. on par with the absolute possibility. Of radon. Like, of radon poisoning. Of what a, yeah, everything, honestly. But go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> but radon poisoning, it seems like it takes it a while to get there. Which, the man's worked in construction almost 30 years of his life. So there's no telling what he's breathed in. I'm automatically thinking cancer. I was like, okay, this is great. This is the onset of cancer. And, you know, I just don't know it. He just don't know it yet. Yeah, this is just one thing. Well, the scary thing with the radon poisoning is that they don't have a test. Right. They can tell. The reason that they know that you have it is because you have lung cancer. (laughs) Yeah. Which is what happened. Ha- radon poisoning causes. They do have things that will cancer. you can test out your house, yes. but you can't. There's no test to like that for uh, you, will detect for a human, a human yeah. has radon poisoning. Mm-hmm. Correct. So, and even if it does take years and you have it, I mean, what can you do? Just right. So I'm automatically thinking the worst because you know that's me. That's where I go. Um, but I'm oddly okay with it right then because i'm not like i don't want to lose my husband i'm not freaking out about anything else okay Does that makes sense First like of i'm really all, calm right about now it. while you're talking about this side of the story and i'm sorry you can you can help be my counter when we talk about what i was going through at the time yeah. because right now you sound like a callous asshole towards your I daddy do. i do but here's what you guys don't get <laughs> simultaneously at the exact same time as she's in the hospital with Danny her daughter is being induced to have her grandchild her this daughter's very first grandchild okay so yeah I'm getting boom well I mean that's the part so before everybody gets their knickers in a twist (laughs) this is the dilemma so these are the thoughts going through her mind as she's dealing with this particular side of her drama so danny's in the hospital he's surrounded by medical professionals we hope we hope <laughs> they had little badges on i'm really really hoping that that along they were. with cracky and <laughs> okay small story uh nobody knows where we were so i can say this um we're in the hallway literally across from the nurse's station there is not a lot of room in between all of a sudden, they bring some guy in that's having a seizure. And he's tweaking out. Now, I have really never seen that before. So I'm a little freaked out a little bit. Danny's just rolling his eyes like, oh, great. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> just like, awesome. And yeah, he stops. Sick, to, you know, they're talking to him. Like- they're trying to get him, you know, you know. <laughs> something out of him you know his his name sir do you know where you are la 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 um well he stops is it exactly like tv (laughs) this one i mean i don't know he stops he just lays there for a minute they take some blood from him and then i mean he's probably there six minutes he opens his eyes and he goes why am i here why am i here 
takes his IV out, walks out the door. And Denny and I just look at each other. It comes back in for his phone, though. <laughs> He's like, where's my phone at? Where's my phone at? It was just, it was one of those things where I would think that you would see something like that on TV. <laughs> Somebody just rips. It's so casual about it, too. Like, just rips it out. I guess he figured out he wasn't getting drugs. I don't know. Maybe. Or maybe he he could have had some warrants on him, and they might have to contact the law. The law might have brought know. him there. He said his wife dropped him off. And uh, well, I mean, who knows? Could be, could be anything. You could be in trouble. Who? I don't know. I might not be able to afford like that. it. That's to me. That's kind of desperation. Yeah, for real. Yeah, right there. Not be able to afford it and need to get on out. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Oh, and. So this guy who was kind of, who's tweaking out, he didn't look like Danny, but they had like the same salt and pepper hair and the same color shirt on. So somebody's coming up to Danny thinking that it's this dude right here. Mm-hmm. And I'm yes. like, no, no. Oh yeah. The one that just yeah. left, <laughs> took his IVs out. That's right. Yes. I forgot. Yeah. I said, no, that is not his. <laughs> That's when I had to get bitchy on there. Yes. So he gets admitted to the hospital. We don't know what's wrong with him. They have no idea. They they could say it's radon poisoning, but they don't know. They asked him if he had been in any crawl spaces lately, and he said he had. But Monday we're going through. He finally gets a room Monday. Monday evening, I want to say. Finally gets the room. Like a long time. Yeah. A long time sitting out there from Sunday, from Sunday 7.30 until Monday evening. He was out in that hallway. Yeah. He was in an observation room for a little bit. And a shout out to that observation room nurse right there. She was very, very kind to me and gave me a lot of information. And I think that we're soul sisters now. Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty groovy. <laughs> so Monday, trying to figure out what's wrong with him, my daughter calls me and says, she's crying. Poor baby. What's wrong? They're going to induce me tomorrow. Oh, okay. Really? She goes, yeah, I'm three centimeters dilated. And my blood pressure's high. And I was like, okay. So when she calls me, he's with me. And he's like, you got to go, go. <laughs> what? I Yeah, I know I got to go, but I don't want to leave you. Well, I'll be okay. So I had a decision to make right then because the plan was is that I was going to be there for, for them. I think these days when you have a baby, you need to have at least one other person in the room other than the you know the partner or whoever's mm -hmm. having the baby the couple who's having the baby they ask for that to have one other person in the room no or you i just think, think that, that's what the rule I think, should be i think the rule should be that <laughs> well of course you do grandma <laughs> no um if you think about it okay the mother is the person birthing the baby mm -hmm. is in no position to be asking questions, right? Um, you know, retaining information given to them. Mm -hmm. So, yes, 
What about the partner? Well, well they're just most as time, nervous. Right. Too, yeah. If it's first time, the partner is freaking out just as much. And how can they enjoy the experience right. with that person when they've got, you know, nurses, la, la, la. I'm sure the, okay, I'm sure the doctors have figured Record. that out. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that you need somebody in the room just to, like, make sure everything's going okay. You know, make sure that the people are doing their job that the way they're supposed to. Yeah, you stick a tripod up. I am <laughs> filming the birth of my first child. <laughs> and then in your pocket, you already have Google recording or Apple or whatever, whatever device. So Monday I go, Monday evening I go from my our little rinky-dink hospital local hospital Mm -hmm. to the gigantic hospital in downtown nashville yeah (laughs) so the stress level on you not only is your husband in the hospital it's not like they're at different hospitals in the same town (laughs) right nay nay they are they 200 miles away yes completely in another city so Yay, team. This is fun. <laughs> so how's she doing? What time did they induce her? Uh, it was 7 o'clock Tuesday morning. I don't think when we had to be there. She got induced, I think, about 9 o'clock Tuesday. And we thought, all right, we got to have a baby today. Nope. Did you go by nope. yourself? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. We just yeah. said we, so I was just curious. Well, me, her, and her husband. Oh, while you were in the hospital. Yeah. Y'all three went together to the hospital. Yes. Oh, cool. So you did get there before she even got yeah, into the hospital. Yeah, I spent the night there. Nice. Oh, no, I'm yeah. glad. I, for some reason, I thought you missed, like, she was in there I already. I just surprisingly calm. And that you got there before anything had happened. Yeah, you really have. I really have. I think Very it's cool. the constant flow of marijuana but you mean that sweet delta eight <laughs> that's right <laughs> you better believe i brought my delta eight gummies with me yes pro very yeah. pro and that was a rough day she didn't dilate much at all she was getting scared she wasn't getting she wasn't comfortable i think that she might have got her epidural a little early um, I'm sorry, baby. I love you, but she's a lightweight when it comes to pain. Mm. Not to judge anybody else's pain, because I understand, but I felt like she got her epidural way too early, and then maybe that caused her to have pain later on, caused her to feel it, because those things don't last forever. Well, I was real fortunate. I was an experimental guinea pig, and the only time that I had to have an epidural the other time I was under but I got the drip I was one of the first Mm. group of women in that period when they were testing sticking it in the IV through it yeah yeah so that was not a bad experience I didn't I was alert in a way everybody could have left and it could have just been me and the doctors and I would have been fine except that it was very traumatic so it's weird that is weird Mm -hmm. I had a I had the epidural 
three times. First time didn't take because of my scoliosis. Ugh. Ugh. I'm so and sorry. Then, yeah. I'm really sorry. And I was, I felt a lot during my C-section there, but it was more of a, of a pressure and a tearing rather than like an actual pain. Mm-hmm. I have such a high tolerance for pain. I just wonder sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't feel the vaccine injection either time. So anyway, I'm just saying it's just funny. But do you like needles? Have you done needles? Have we talked about needles? Um, I do not like the idea of someone else poking me with needles, or I don't really poke myself with needles. But I'm not afraid of needles. But I don't. I wouldn't find that as a sexual stimulation. If you're proficient in needles, email us at gavingirltime at gmail dot com because we'd like to have you on as a guest. Still around because the acupuncture. Well, well, yeah, that too. She did acupuncture. If you're an acupuncturist, it would be awesome. Yeah, I'd love to have an acupuncturist on too. Yeah, we'll see. I know. I'm. So, I apologize for interrupting you. Go ahead with this. I don't story. even remember where I was at. Well, you're so. at. I was actually keeping up because were you? It, yes. <laughs> so all three of you were in there, and her epidural. She was not doing well with pain, and her epidural seemed to have worn off. And so there at the end, it did. And then how long but did throughout it take the night? Her? Let's see, that's, we got there at 7 in the morning, um, I guess about 5 o'clock in the morning on Wednesday, we, uh, she finally started dilating, and we started, things were finally starting to go into motion. So she was in the hospital 24 hours before Mm -hmm. she started dilating? Yeah. But they had induced her 24 Mm -hmm. hours before and just said any time now. Yeah. You should be there. How much did the baby weigh? Seven three. That's a pretty healthy I think birth so. weight for seven being three and twenty two. A few weeks off or whatever. Twenty two and a fourth inches. Yeah, that's pretty, it's a pretty long, skinny baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's nice. He's fucking adorable. Yeah, I saw. Photos. I don't care who knows it. He's got a shit ton of hair. He does. Did she have? <sighs> I asked her if she had a lot of heartburn. I know she she did. I know. So that baby's gonna have a head full of hair, and she was like, mm, meh, meh. I said, Well, maybe. So I like that it did. <laughs> and there's so much of it. Uh, all three of mine had hair, but there's he's got a lot, and he's precious. And Gigi loves him, yes, of course. <laughs> but now that I'm back home, it's you know, it's back to business, <laughs> it's back to yeah, what kind of changed? Well, the podcast um, and guests yes. and well in Danny's condition there I'm sure there's got to be some lifestyle changes there will be there are is that what they've I would have them recheck though and go in after well, so many weeks and maybe get a specialist I guess I need to finish up with him there yeah. so the <laughs> diagnosis was they don't know they think that he breathed in some kind of fecal matter from a crawl space or something like that. Um, From any of the jobs he may have possibly done may as possibly a plumber. Done. Now, you say, doesn't he wear a mask? To which I say, no, he doesn't wear a mask. 
But in the future, he's going to because he's realized how important it is to wear a mask in those situations. Yeah, don't they have like professional respirators and things like that for them to wear when they're in crawl spaces? I do not have the answer to that question. See, I don't know either. It seems to me that um, depending on what kind of line of work you're in, like mm -hmm. I said, he's a plumber. So I don't know what OSHA requires right, them to wear. Right, me either. I know that there's something. Yeah, but if they require them to wear anything at all. Yeah, they may not. Um, so I kind of think that the men may be men and I'm sorry I kind of think that the people have a choice you know if they want to wear something or maybe if they want to wear something they have to purchase it themselves and you know those things are rather expensive yes well yeah I mean like of but course, I can guarantee that a fireman a fireman a fireman <laughs> right they would have a certain respirator that would be whatever quality grade and blah 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 so for a plumber though yeah. i don't know yeah me either I don't, I don't know all i know about plumbing i learned on mario brothers you <laughs> that's it so <laughs> so yes he's gonna be more he's gonna be more mindful about yes. his health and his life where you like and you're going to have to work some overtime because I'm taking out even more life insurance on you now. <laughs> that, honestly, that's why I really wasn't worried. I don't want to lose. Of course, I do not want to lose my husband. I That is my soulmate. I, mm -hmm. would, I would be genuinely, genuinely very, very upset. But the one thing that I would not worry about is... Um, being destitute, you Correct. know, or having to go back to work right away. Yes. Correct. And I mean, you got to think about those things, especially. And that's in all COVID. part of being taken care of in your dynamic as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is part of the give and take of what you give them, as well as what's expected with that so what's a point where you because this has been a test of our dynamic as he is my dominant and i as his submissive now i normally do what he says but i also know what's expected of me as well we've been together long enough to where that's really not a question but at what point do you quote dom your dom and look mm -hmm. at them and say this is what we're going to do. Yeah, first of all, I don't understand him like the fact that he like he's like I'm going to let you make the call when I go to the hospital. <laughs> that is the least dumb thing I could ever think of. <laughs> I could see him having you make the call of when you needed to go to the hospital about something like now that's going to be a thing that I'm not going to tell you what to do. But for him to be like no, little baby sub, I'm going to let you just, you decide that I'm sick enough to go to the hospital. So is it like just his stubborn southern mannerisms of, I ain't sick. 
And then for you to distinguish between when he's feeling really well and then when, oh, well, daddy's coughing up blood. Maybe it's time to go to the ER. And I'm over here like, well, wait a minute. How much blood? Like yeah. a little blood, you know, because was it in water? Sometimes it looks like more blood than blood. I mean, he could have just, you know. Had- that and he had a Gatorade right before that, too, like a red punch one. So I was, but. Still, I'm glad we went. I am I'm, very glad you went. He could have died. I'm thinking if if he would have hung out one more night at home. Yeah, it would have been terrible. Yeah, he probably would have been severely dehydrated. Oh, who knows? Even though I was It try- doesn't I was matter. You needed to, to go to the hospital. Yeah. But I'm just saying, it wasn't... I, that's the thing, though. That's the factors with well, him not going. Part Do you of think he'll go now? Just if you take even if you take the dominant side out of the way, part of that is one being a man, two, the kind of man that he is and how he grew up to be. Like you didn't go to the hospital unless you are dying. Okay, right. that's, that's an expense that you didn't that you need go. to make. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he said we maybe could have went to his doctor if this had happened on a Monday in yeah, the daytime, but we needed he needed help right then. Um, fuck, where was I going with that? Well, we're talking about the dynamic of the subs and him being a dom. And then, you know, I can see you're getting a little irate, too, because I'm not... Anytime anybody says anything even slightly, um, you know, negative in about your daddy, you get all (laughs) wryly. It's just funny. So I'm watching you be Maybe. like, I'm watching you be riled up, like just well, that's not as bad to say, you know. You're just like, I. It's funny because you can say whatever you want, of course, <laughs> of course I can. But someone else, and I just like watching you get riled. That's the Brad and me <laughs> enjoying watching. It. If you could just see all the shades of your face while you're talking, just think, you're just like, mm, I think that him wanna... just being him being the way he is and the way he was brought up and being I'm glad you pushed him and and stuff well <laughs> what was I gonna I don't do mean it like that I mean I'm just glad that you didn't sit and wait around some people do some people just wait around to the worst I don't I can't say I wouldn't I don't know like wait around to the last minute I don't I badger though so no oh daddy has something wrong I'm always nag I'm, I do. I have been pretty naggy, but I think my daddy likes it a little. So, well, they well, I think they all secretly like it a little bit because they know that you care about them. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and maybe for somebody who has felt, you know, he hasn't had the kind of care that he needed mm-hmm. at the times when he really, really needed it. You know, as a child or as a teenager or something like that, or the person that he may have needed it from. Mm-hmm. So it's really, it, it always you know. starts as a joke. That's you know the just kidding jokes <laughs> 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 to make the blow pleasant, but then it gets to where I'm you know is this going to be a Kathy Bates situation? No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. The misery. <laughs> if you don't get this checked out, <laughs> you know, yes. Yeah. Just stuff. And I am not a nurse. Okay. I learned that real quick, very young. I'm not a nurse. For nurses out there, I commend you. Yes. They're amazing. (laughs) 
caretakers are a step above on a lot of things, but usually they're that way at work on... and they're not at all at home. It's like being a dominant submissive. It's like, I'm sorry, you're going to die today. And then there's some that are very caring. No, nurses are good, compassionate people. The, oh, maybe it's the compassion part. I don't know what I'm lacking in there because I do feel empathy Yeah, for, for you. Like if you were sick, you know, mm-hmm. I feel... I want to take know, that from you. Yeah. But I don't you know what it feels I don't know like what it to is. be sick. I don't want to take care of you. Yeah, you're just not a caretaker. That's I'm fine. not. But you take care of a lot right now <laughs> as well. And you've been taking care of things. I don't know what I'm lacking, things. but... No, you've you been know. taking care of things your whole life. Why do you want extra? You know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's I'm just, sitting now thinking, am I a caretaker? Because I in do. Some things you might be know. a nurturer more than a caretaker. Maybe that's it. Yeah, you don't have to be. You know, there are people who genuinely are like, uh, however I can help serve you and make your mm-hmm. life better, and they enjoy petting people. They enjoy the whole entire process and it's a noble and wonderful process and it's fabulous that there are people out there that can do that I would be so emotionally all the time yeah if I if I had to do that so that's where it comes from for me me not doing it is a protection (laughs) mechanism but it's also tiring because it's work you equate it with work it wouldn't and there are people that that's truly a joy for them to do and so they never work a day in their lives that are doing that and that is so fantastic whereas you know some people would be like if they had to touch other people's hair or bake a cake every day they'd be like oh my god I know. <laughs> you know <laughs> just so I am very grateful for the compassionate people that that serving people at their very worst is so, joyful to them. Too long, didn't read. My husband's fine. We don't know what the diagnosis was other than he got into some kind of rat shit. My daughter's great. Her husband's great. My grandson is fucking beautiful. I'm so glad. And I am trucking along. Trucking along. About to make some big lifestyle changes that I don't want to make, but I got to make them. Once you do, you'll feel so much better. I know. We it's do. That, eat it's like getting started at least once or twice a week. I didn't get to go to poll today because I didn't get in the class quick enough. Mm. But was it full though? That it was full. That's so cool. Isn't I it? love that they're thriving. I can't wait. To, I would like to interview the owner too, wouldn't you? Yeah, she's like going to be here in a couple this week, actually. In in town, or Susan? No, our guest is she the owner, Susan? No, okay. no. That's what I was saying. I oh, think okay. it would be cool to see the thriving oh, yeah. pole fitness business as well. I'm sure she would love it. And I'm very excited her. about our guest. <laughs> I'm sorry, I threw you off. You did. I have no idea where I'm at now. Okay. But I did. Okay. I got it back. I did go walking 
I did one and a half miles while I was waiting for you to get back from Bill's yeah. mama. Yeah. So Very I put cool. in something today. That's good. Small changes. Yes. Small changes. Consistent. <laughs> I just got to get started. Being consistent. I really want somebody to just whip my ass, get me into shape. Hey, you did pretty good. You only did 33 minutes. So uh, you're the one that had a shitty week, though. I can say mine was bittersweet because I have to say this, though. Danny had asked me after he's gotten home, which he's home now. He's gotten home and he asked me, was there a time where you thought this was the end? And I said, no, I didn't think it was the end. I said, but I did have a dream a couple of nights before that you had died while our grandson was being born and I was going to live out the rest of my life as a little Loretta Lynn song. <laughs> How would that song go? My husband got a right. Oh. No, it'd be <laughs> at the time you thought he was going to die of radon poisoning. So my husband died of radon poisoning. Our first grandbaby got born. I no, I imagine it could he'd be. have to be in his eye. He's he's reborn as your grandson. My husband <laughs> had a rat feces on the day my. I wish country still sounded like born. that, but it doesn't. So I'm sorry, what? you'd have to wrap it. Wrap it. Yeah, you'd have to wrap it to like a hillbilly banjo country beat, because that's what our country music is like today. <laughs> that's disgusting. I don't think Loretta Lynn would like that. No, it's got to be more Patsy Cline, more like, more I'm broken hearted. But yeah, but I'm full so, of joy yeah. for being a grandma. <laughs> I sit here the Lord knew, Okay. <laughs> the Lord but, knew the only thing to fill this empty heart of mine. My husband died of feces poison. My grandson came into my life. Poop everywhere, but wear some gloves and I wear a mask. Because <laughs> I can't afford E. coli. I don't know if they have a vaccination for that. They do not. <laughs> We're going to have the country song figured out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Later. I'm not the one. <laughs> I am not the one. <laughs> so while I had a bittersweet week, you had a really kind of a shitty week, I guess. Or bittersweet. Depends Was on it how bitter? you look at it. I get. I guess. It's been actually a wild. Depending on how much you liked month. it. Um. Uh, so, as we've talked about, I got COVID, and y'all remember how many episodes ago that was. Apparently, at the same time, my ex-husband also got COVID. 
I did not know this. We don't really... Our Venn diagram of people overlap each other because of his girlfriend is a tattoo artist here in town. So, um, anyway, he, uh, he was in the hospital with COVID, uh, in Sevierville. Like he went into the hospital and I do not believe that he was given the, um, antibody, the monoc, monocalaca, whatever. I can't think how you say it. Okay. So back up just a second. How long were you married for? Because this is, I think an important part is that he is the father of your children. Yes. So that's important. And he wasn't just like a fly by night dude. Right. And he didn't, we, okay. Well, today, ironically, would have been our 29th wedding anniversary. Mm. So, um, we were only married for 14 years, but we were together 16 years total as a couple. Hey, 14 years is a lifetime right now. It's still a lot. And um, it was wild because I believe this year would have been, um, if I do the math right, where it would have been the balance number where I we had been divorced as long as we were married. Okay. And I'm really weird with stuff like that, with weird numbers and alliteration and how things go. Like, for instance, my ex-husband's mother's name was Pat. Isn't that something and that they say that, um, like, in order to get over someone, you have to times it by the numbers of years, take the numbers of years that you were together and times it by two? Maybe. I, I guess it, I don't know. So that I don't think years. I don't, I think it was in a matter of, anyway, maybe. All right. So we would have been together a long time when, um, he left, the kids were like 12 and 11, soon to be 12 and 13. Cause my kids are 20 months apart and born in a weird time frame. So, uh, but we got divorced, um, in 06 and then he, which we've talked about this on the show before too like his now ex-wife the first one but I'm like wife number three in Randy's life (laughs) so he's had four wives and then this fifth girl was the fifth girl Randy likes some ladies which if he could have been authentic with himself sounds like my first husband if so um my ex-husband's life went I'll just give you a quick synopsis but it went um he was like a senior in high school they're getting ready to get out of high school I think his girlfriend at the time might have been a junior but they were planning their life buddy and I think they just wanted to get out of their houses you know yeah and so they had a great idea that they would have a baby and their parents would make them get married and they would get out. They were both in the church, you know, their family was, were in the church and all that. So they had a baby. That sounds like a great idea. When you're <laughs> 17 to get out of that. Yeah, I yeah. know. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. It was not such a great idea. And, um, but they did have a child and then, the marriage didn't work out with them and I think that the the mother didn't want it and I 
don't want to say her name, but she, you know, just like your ex-husband's daughter is, even if they're not biological, they're still, you know, yours. As long as they want to be part of your life, you'll want to be part of their life. Well, Mm -hmm. relationships are very complicated and with Randy, no less so, but there were a lot of miles away. And then the families also fought between each other like um the child's mother's side of the family lived in the same small town and then they actively did not like even though they could get along small town you know you could see each other at the grocery store and not like throw hands or anything like that but you knew that there was a healthy dislike between the families Hatfields and McCoys or whatever kind of a thing I don't know it was just a healthy dislike and it, and rightly so because they really did um randy's parents really tried to fight for their grandchild and there were not the same kind of rights and things that they have now so that sucks for i do feel sad for randy's parents in this but um anyway they uh during the course of our marriage, his daughter came back into our lives, but then she exited again. And mm-hmm. then um, she's been trying her whole life, independently of parents, independently of her mother, or grandparents, anyone else, independently of myself, any of uh, Randy's people that he's been with after me have, you know, she doesn't care. I'm going to have a relationship with him. So, uh, because he didn't have a relationship with my children, uh, I say this is bittersweet or beauty from ashes because in them losing their dad and him passing away, oh, which we didn't really, I just skipped <laughs> right ahead. You want me to make this long, drawn-out thing? But he died. We buried him Friday. Yeah. And so, and the kids were estranged, and we've talked about this before, I He think, died of show. complications of COVID. He did. He had COPD. However, well, I think they figured out what was happening, because I was talking about him not getting the antiviral. Yeah. Before we went off on how I knew him. But he didn't get the, he didn't get the antiviral and he didn't get, um, I don't know. They, now he was estranged from the children. And I think that, uh, in this day and age, it's real difficult with how things work out differently from COVID. Like I've had a friend of mine, um, I was trying to think if she'd been on the show, but no, she hadn't, but this lady lives in Sevierville. She has lung issues. She's an older lady. Mm-hmm. You know, she's older than my ex-husband was. She um, went into the hospital with COVID. I think I told you. I, I know I told you about this. So, um, <laughs> you know, it's just not on air. But she went on the ventilator, but they took her off within days. And she got out and she's healthy. They didn't keep her on a long time. Like the scary thing with the ventilator is the longer you're on the ventilator. Right. The more your organs dependent. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So it breathes for you and, you know, then you can't on your own. It's the same thing if 
if you don't use it, you lose it. So correct. A body in motion stays in motion. All that if you if you correct. put something artificial, yes, doing breathing for you, eventually your organ, your lungs are going to stop functioning. Correct. So, uh, my children, I'm I was blocked on everything. So my children never, you know, they were estranged, but they would get messages via text message or whatever about he's sick they have him on a ventilator then they got a text message you can come and see him now and this was like 21 days after like he was still on the vent and we're like that was really not good yeah and um but no one specifically told them hey we need somebody here that's next to kin to be able to take him on a ventilator or do whatever treatment i know she had power of attorney i guess it was i don't know if it was medical power of attorney or what so i'm not really sure how that worked but um their sister who had seen her father not that long ago and knew everything that was going on came up and fortunately took care of that she's the older one too so she's like 10 years on my mind 12 you know or so she's Anyway, I was very happy, though, that they reunited and bonded and that she was here to help my children make the decisions that they needed to make. Because, yeah. I, you know, I've been divorced a long time, so I don't really have a dog in the fight except that he is the father of my children. And, you know, he was not a mean, hateful man. He was um, just... Uh, I don't know. He didn't. Uh, he was a procrastinator, like as for when it came to relationships, you know. So I wish that he had reached out to his children, and then I wish I had encouraged them to reach out more to him. That's a that's a slippery. It is. He's an a, adult. It's a very very thin line to be on as a mother very very thin well it's difficult because he um you know i gave his eulogy at the funeral and mm -hmm. it was a uh it was it was difficult but not as difficult like i'd already grieved him a long time ago you know we were not going to work and i did not want to work with him i if I feel with 100% all of my heart, and then it was confirmed that this is true, if I had wanted to repair the family at any time, I could have pursued him and done that. But I didn't want to, you know? Yeah. Like, um, and this is where I feel bad as a parent in applying my own pain or my own... Uh, version of a relationship well i think that you can still him. grieve him and grieve oh yeah yeah because i had a that process. was a long time i, mean, I cried be, i have to cried. be together yes and he was yeah. there for me when i mean i had not met uh daddy and um uh when that incident happened with that dude when i you know was beaten uh rj was like uh, we're going to dad's you know I mean he took me to uh, his 
dad and said, hey, you know, Mm -hmm. I need help, blah, 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 what's going on? And he was like, I will be there, you know, whatever. He wasn't a thing. And I think I didn't realize that until, um, you know, when you're talking with relationships or things and you talk about stuff that uh, it was confirmation that he, um, that was his regret leaving his family with his deepest regret. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that unfortunately him letting that information be around and them not speaking or communicating with me, I think that that also caused some issue with them encouraging the kids to be around. Like it's easier to have a narrative when the kids aren't ever around. If you think he wants to get back and have that family and that the mom is not married. See what I'm saying? Like, I didn't get remarried for me. Yeah. Had nothing to do with him. Had nothing to do with waiting around or whatever. But I think by not talking, not communicating, not under seeing the whole entire tapestry and only looking at the underneath of it and trying to figure out what's going on, I think that a lot... Of confusion and a lot more harmony could have been in both my children and my ex-husband's wives by understanding that my intentions were not to be a family in that kind of dynamic together you know whereas because of you're a good communicator you've been able to do that with your children's father and your um other like I want stepchildren I guess I don't really yeah. call them stepchildren you know what I'm saying yeah, I don't either they're all that's what I'm saying children. like I don't want to label them but where yeah. they you know you have a blended family but they're all just your family because you communicate yes and they're clear this is not what I want but I also think that it's a lot easier when you have another man there too and they're like oh she's got Danny she's not trying to get my guy for me being single all this time it looks like oh she's just waiting for him to come back or whatever and is like no not like that there's a lot of people that think that that's but that's just jealousy within women though you're always you're always going to be that one number one for him you're always going to be the one that got away and then two any woman that comes around oh that's the one that broke his heart yeah, but so, no, yeah. he left. So they all well, think I know, he but I'm broke that's my what, heart. You know, you know that, that I they're know. always going to take his side. Well, yeah. Because we would do the exact same thing. <laughs> my daddy can fucking do no wrong. That's and I true. dare for anybody to say anything about him. Oh, yeah. For real. We just experienced and that earlier a, in this episode. He had a previous... You know, he likes to tell me, he goes, you know, I did have a life before you. Mm -hmm. I said, yeah, but was it a great life like you have now? No. Yeah. (laughs) I am so grateful for my personal life. So Mm -hmm. he's had a whole other relationship before. That's the thing. There were two whole other relationships that in that equal amount of time, 
like he had I'm half of worried, one and then though. another half another. No. Yeah. And um, but the children were still around during that time. I wasn't, you know, I was not because I didn't. That's a whole nother episode talking about fathers. I didn't. Who yeah. do not. Right. Well, who I have a. Strange from their children. That's where I have a rant about rights. Like if you don't make. Yes. That's a whole nother thing, though. Whole nother that's one. when they're adults and they decide. And that's the thing. My kids can't decide. And then when RJ. Um. When their half-sister is the one who talked to them, that's when they were like, okay, something's going on. Because she was very serious about it. Yeah. And, of course, Sarah was out of town. My daughter was out of town during this. And so RJ let me know what was going on. And I said, um, well, are you going to the hospital? And he goes, uh, I don't know. And I said, what do you mean you don't know and then i just said get your i said oh i said first of all i said no i did say i said get your ass over here we're going to the hospital there are no do-overs you're telling him goodbye there are no do-overs like we're going well, I'd asked him if he wanted to go with me. I told him first there were no do I guess I could get out the text message and say exactly what it was. It was way better than what I'm making it sound right here, which I know is bad. I just, there has been a lot going there. But So your first immediate thing was, no, you need to get your ass down there. Yes. Okay. I mean. When they were taking him off a ventilator, talking about that they were going to yes, take him I off would, and then he I would, would die. the same way. Yeah. And, and then I was like, do you want me to go with you? And he was like, yes. And I said, then let's go. And I said, you need to encourage your sister to get in touch with her dad however she can. And he said, yeah, she's already called him, was on speakerphone. And they said that, you know, he could hear things and stuff like that. So Archie got about 30 minutes with him before he was gone and then I had a few minutes with him alone and then uh we were all around him his sweetheart and her son and daughter and he was a you know when you hear the story of them he was a father figure to her children mm -hmm. so you know because he was there and uh so there's you know whatever resentment that's in there from that there's whatever resentment from that where where my kids are like you did all this with them why didn't you with me you know same we're 30 minutes away whatever adulting kind of a thing there's there's just a lot there there was a lot and they never got I know I I their actual closure yeah I always wonder how it's going to be with my 80 year old dad you know when he dies finally will I even get a phone call that that's happening how do you well, keep up with them now I don't <laughs> well does your sister keep up with them mm, I think that she's gotten back to taking care of or keeping up with him does he have a whole nother family talking. is he okay. by himself what's the deal 
Oh no, he's just he's been married to the same woman for uh it has to be well over thirty years they've been together. Maybe more than that. But um let's see. They've been together since I was twelve. And so. you don't speak to him at all? Mm-mm. When's the last time you talked to him? Mm, it's been a while. But the woman that he is married to, I've tried, and she's done some nice things for me. But the woman he's been married to has dominated his life. Mm-hmm. That's and what happened with him with both women. Yeah. So, you know, I've come to, if you want to be part of our life, that's mm-hmm. great. Because we're awesome. If you don't, that's okay, too. But I wonder now, I would, if he was dying, would I get a phone call saying, come see him? And what would I do in that moment, considering that he has never really done anything for me except offer his sperm to my mother? That's true. It was heartbreaking when my son, uh, he closed out the funeral and he said, uh, I hate that you got COVID, that you died so soon, you know, and he, you know, I think it's cool that he got to teach you a lot of things. I always wanted to have that conversation with him. I never got the opportunity to be alone with him and to have a conversation with him. And just to ask him, you know, like, uh, you know, why weren't you at least around when I really needed a dad the most? Like I had my mom and my pop when I was young and growing up, but he was around, he was alive. He was in this town and they both had cell phones. They both work a certain way. And, you know, uh, they would talk about getting together and they have they were together independent of me like I did not tell it was not like I needed to hang with them for them to be together and I don't understand especially when they become adults yes like (laughs) I didn't need to orchestrate all of that and apparently I did need to orchestrate all that but I just assumed that the people that he were with would care enough about him to even just remind him, hey, you know, have you talked to Sarah and RJ today? You should probably give them a call or why don't you invite them to come over to whatever, you know? And if that had been a thing that had, he had made like a priority or put on a calendar for people to see and and they knew it was a priority, I feel like that would have been a priority in his life. And I feel like none of these people who were so connected while we were together would have be so disconnected all this time that I wasn't there. Like I should not have been the only bridge to both of these families mm-hmm. and that it bothers me. So it, you know, anyway, it's, it just makes me sad. And then I'll take it because it's my children. They got to blame somebody. So might as well. Right. I might as well be the one. I don't care. Everybody's the villain in someone else's story. But it's just like, do you not see the? Do you not see? But then I was, I was, but 
anyhow, RJ was like, yeah, it's cool that he taught you this, this, and this. I learned most of the things that I know how to do off YouTube. <laughs> it's sad that YouTube had to be my dad. And he said that? And the... He closed out his dad's funeral with that. He said, I wish I had more time because kudos. I got the... They all said what they wanted to say. I had specific things I had, and then, of course, I left the what I was going to write. And I don't say. know if I would be that diplomatic. And then I um, I was actually... It's still on. You can watch it. It was online. You can see the whole kit and caboodle. It's on. I think they put it... Keep it on there like a week or so. Mm-hmm. His mom was in the... Um, She's she uh, is still in the hospital in critical care, and she does know that he passed. So oh, that's awful. And, but they were afraid that she would pass within minutes of if she knew finding out. And so um, his sister. I, I mean, my heart breaks for her because she had to tell him goodbye with everyone around there. Uh, you know. And in such a manner that they would think they were just, that he was checking on the mom, you know, in the room. And so that everybody that was with his mom. And so she had to be like, okay, yeah, bye, see you later. You know, like, because she was in Florida to make sure that her mom didn't V-fib Mm because she had heart issues with the COPD and stage four COPD and, you know. I don't, I don't know if she'll get well either. I would like her to have a supernatural healing, but I don't know if it'll be that. So that sucks. That's and crazy, she may it's... be holding on. At least she's not holding on to wait for him. Because I was like, what if she's waiting for him? Because I be. know I'd wait. Could be for another. Mine. Yeah. You know. That's another Loretta Lynn song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, everything has a silver lining, though. At least now when they wonder why he's not around or doesn't call. It's a legit excuse (laughs) for it. Hey, you got anything coming up? Yeah, actually. Tell me. Uh, I'll tell you mine. I'm so excited. We need all the chicks we can get. Girl Power Night. I mean, she's very funny. Guys love her, too. Uh, is Rena Calm is coming to Knoxville October 4th, which would have been my parents from 81 to 21. How many years is that? My father figure, my poopy, my mm-hmm. grandfather died on October 4th. Did he? 1997. were married on that day. My father, my adopted father my natural father that was another time so all right so october 4th where at uh the brickyard yeah mm-hmm. it's a monday mm-hmm. i'm gonna try to do it early enough that uh people can go have a good show it's an hour and a half i'm gonna feature for her and then we have quinn collins is gonna be on the show and andrew mccaffrey is going to host for us Ooh, awesome mm-hmm yeah, I'm excited. So we're going to keep it short and sweet, and I'm just doing a, I'm going to do like 20 minutes and feature my own shows. I'm doing my own thing. 
No more drama. I'm yeah, actually. That's what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah, I think you know. I got to get everybody together and just whatever. It'll be fun. That is what I'm supposed to be doing, and I forgot that. And I'm. Look well, who's back. I got a couple of things. Back so, again. um, John and Dustin Camp. Yes. who have been guests on our show. The community center that they talked about in their episode is finally coming. It is here. I saw the photos. It's gorgeous. So excited. The Pride Center. Yes. Yeah, so if you're in the Knoxville area and you want to look at the new uh, Knox Pride Community Center, it's in South Knoxville. Um, they are having an open house this Saturday, uh, October 3rd. Oh, yeah, cool. From 10 to, I'm sorry, from 12 to 8. That's Sunday on the 3rd. Oh, Sunday, yes, you're right. What did I say Saturday for? I don't Saturday's know, that's like, the 2nd. Saturday's got a lot going on. It's the punk rock flea market yes. is going on. Got to get into that. There's a lot going on that weekend. Yeah, and that's actually, we are legit on schedule for this for what's actually but happening on this week open house sunday october 3rd from 10 to 6 and you'll get to look at all their stuff they got a barber shop in there did you see that yeah i saw the barber poles and all that stuff but they have an actual barber shop in there for you know teens or you know anybody that really can't afford haircut a haircut or, or something going through something so, but it's gorgeous. This is gorgeous That's space. Cool. They've worked I would really, really hard hours at it. to cut hair over there. They've worked really hard. I'll on have it. to see what they let you do with that. And I have my licenses. Siren Santina, who's also been on the show, was part of that as well. Yeah, so we've got good friends. We really do have good friends, <laughs> and I think it's cool because it's in the South Press old building. It's in, isn't it in the building that South Press was in? No, previously, no. It's actually down the street from that. That did not pan out. Oh, from the old South Press. Mm -hmm. No, instead yeah. they got this groovy old barber shop. It looks yes. like yes, yes. Um, I want to say once they get done with everything, it's going to be over thirty six hundred square feet. Did they have a licensed hairdresser that they're doing all that, or barber that they're doing all that under? I do not have the answers to that, but I'm sure we can ask John. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, it may be different rules if it's all just voluntary, but I'm not sure. Yeah. So that's what I'm sure he's got it. I, I'm sure he knows exactly what rules are what lock, stock, barrel, schedule, code, everything, doesn't he? John. Camp. Yes. I know he's got it together. He's can do man. Can do man. Yes. And also, Glamour City is coming up. Oh, yeah. So our friend Cleo Torres, who's also been on the show. I, Friends go back with and Benefits. Yes, go listen to that episode. It's so good. She's so fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she her is. Her story, her journey. But she is, you know, she came up with that grant money. She was giving mm -hmm. away grant money. Um, for artistic purposes, but nobody ever applied for it. Isn't that something? That's wild. So she has decided to take this grant money and to put on 
um, and what glamour day is that? city. And that's where you can go and you can buy packages and have your glamour shots taken just like it was in the 80s and 90s. What day is that? Have you had your glamour shots taken? Years and years ago. Do you still have the pictures? I do not. Oh my gosh. I wish you did. I wish I did too. Because that Um, would definitely be going. When is this happening? That is Sunday, October 10th. Oh, that's why. I'll be in Florida. Yeah. I'm 10, doing. 10 from 12 to 8 and um it's gonna be in front of french fried vintage and odyssey's hair mm-hmm. and there's gonna be a drag show which yours truly is producing Woo-hoo, that'll be fun um, yeah it's six o'clock so if you want more info on that go look up glamour city on facebook and it will pop right up for you I am so grateful to have you all listening. I'm a little scatterbrained about the whole story of, I am very surprised uh, about Randy's death from COVID. Uh, However, uh, I was vaccinated. My uh, daddy was vaccinated. My boyfriend, you know, my man, we got vaccinated when we could first get vaccinated because he has a diabetes and I've got the obesities. And basically we decided if you got the EDs at all, you should probably get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Plus his mother was a nurse for 40 years and she definitely was not afraid of a vaccination. And she also is part of the story because um, as we speak, she has covid and she is in uh, an assisted living. And however, she is asymptomatic and she's just fine. There's nothing wrong with her. So I don't know if she's really just fine or if she has dementia or it's the dementia she forgets that she has the symptoms that she has until her body reminds her. I don't know. Uh, but I'm just, I'm happy that they'll let me visit her through the window and I can at least see her. Um it's still Russian roulette, guys. I am grateful I got the vaccine. I ended up with long COVID. It lasted 21 days. I was almost a month out of commission from something that someone else younger gets COVID. I've had, uh, in the COVID experience that I've had, I've had everything from uh, servers who are have been pregnant and gotten COVID in Sevierville, families who had heart issues and underlying issues who also got COVID and recovered. I've known a lot of people that have gotten COVID and recovered. And then now with the breakthrough infections, the upgraded mutated infections, uh, I know that the vaccine in my heart before looking at any research had been something that they'd been working on for a while. It's the SARS vaccine. Is it going to keep you from getting COVID? No. I very easily could have died even with the vaccine. I mean, I was pretty sick. Not as sick as I could have been. You you know, there are people that are a lot sicker. I was really grateful where it affected me 
although it was annoying and difficult, it didn't settle in my lungs and it didn't settle, you know, with my kidneys or my heart. However, I still have stuff going on that I didn't have previously before yeah. it. I still have issues and I do, you know, I have to walk up and down the stairs more. I mean, I do more stairs here in this house than anything, keeping it up and going outside, getting fresh air, walking. I mean, obviously, you know, be mindful of your health. Mm -hmm. And for me, my lesson is immediacy and reach out. And when your intuition tells you to do something, do it and communicate and realize that people are allowed to change and evolve and be different and learn something new and learn a new way or a different way to do things. And it doesn't matter how old you are or and remember, where you're out. No one is a mind reader. No, not yet. Not yet. No. The AI hadn't gotten that far yet. I don't know, but maybe maybe that's the nanobots reconfiguring maybe. stuff in my in my body is why I feel everything. I'm like, ah. But seriously, though, yeah, we cannot read your mind. And if somebody doesn't reach out, immediacy. Because one thing that I did say in my um, ex-husband's eulogy, and I've said this before and numerous times, that I don't think that the absence was diabolical. I don't think the absence was, screw these kids, I don't ever care about them. I would 100% with my whole heart believed that he thought about them every single day and the mind is a powerful thing and thinking about him could have been the dopamine hit that made him feel good that made him feel as though he was close to them because there's a dynamic with different people and uh his brother said it well you know it didn't matter how many miles or years separated them they were always familiar and that's the thing. He was always familiar. I was always familiar. You know, when people haven't seen me, I don't care how many years it's been. It's like, ah, uh, it's Gail. You know, whether you like her or not, it's yeah. familiar. Yeah. And so um, I think with, Rand with my ex-husband, Randy Moore, that days turned into weeks, that turned into months, that turned into years. And things that are unsaid and undone, it happens over and over and over again, especially with intention. So immediacy helps with our ADD. It'll help with everything else. I'm just as bad as anyone else. I can't tell you how many times I've had a conversation with you in my head that's never taken place. And I see the first three words in a message box that I was about to text you and going about my business. So I get how it happens. I'm just as guilty from all kinds of things. I can't imagine how many clients through my life I have lost because, because <laughs> I just assumed that I had already talked to them or taken care of them or whatever, because I thought about it. So it's not a, that's not a poison dart. It's just a, Oh my gosh, I can absolutely see how that happens so that would be my plea and i believe in your choice to get vaccinated or not vaccinated i you know 
If you're super healthy and you have zero underlying conditions and you are young. One good thing that's come out of all of this is daddy saying, you know, I think I'm going to go ahead and get that COVID vaccine. He should because of his age. Yay. Yes. Yay. Now, if you're 30, if you're in your 20s and your 30s and you are like, I've been sick, I've had COVID. If you've had COVID three or four times, I don't know, but... I I would want an antibody test regularly, and then if my antibodies were low, some people are going to have to not get vaccinated if that's how they make that uh, monocula, dang it. I can't see it. I got to read. I can't remember what it is, and I don't, I didn't hear it I really got pronounced. Hear. So, well, we can wrap this up. Okay. So, I would choose vaccine, get vaccinated. Maybe, you know. Yeah, I would. I did. I I would, too. If, I'm very, if, very proud of him. He's Me, too. If you're sketchy at all about it because of an underlying health issue. Hey, talk, talk to your doctor yes, about it. Talk to your doctor. Tell them what you're concerned about. And they'll tell you, hey, maybe you don't have to. You know, there are some people that they've had it a couple times. And then there are some people, which this is who I'm going to be, that have been they got vaccinated they got covid and now i got those weird super you know and you know the super antibodies where you don't get sick at all i wonder if bill's mom will be that way you know because of her being a nurse and shoot she worked the tuberculosis ward back in the day she's like i ain't gonna get nothing (laughs) i'm not even sick and i'm like well you go mama she's like "Ah, i could have had anything anytime myself Obviously, been around people who have had COVID. Yes. I don't know. I may be one of just those people who are asymptomatic. I may have had it. I have no idea. Yeah, and you could have given it to me. You could have been my ground zero. We don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. At this age, I don't know if it's the menopause, if it's COVID, if it's just me getting old. If it's not me. Thank you so much for listening to Gavin Girl Time. Gavin Girl Time. Gavin Girl Time. Gavin Girl Time. (laughs) Ding. I was trying to do the sound of silence. <laughs> but nope. Where are you going to go? Elaine. No, I don't know what it was. And it's Gavin. Girl time.